Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond, and get ready for another riveting episode of... The Tybee Island Police Blotter. So, Crystal, tell us how many odors have been emitting on this week? I'm sure there are quite a few to discuss, but first I want to talk about Pirate Fest that's happening as we speak. And there's a lot of odors in that festival, I imagine. I know. So, last night they kicked it off with the Buccaneer Ball and the Crab Shack, which we conveniently missed. How very convenient. <laughs> I know you hate a ball. I hate balls, I, ball. I hate parades, well, I just hate public in general, honestly. They're going to have a parade tomorrow, which we will see some of. You've already informed me that I'm going to it. Well, so. it's only because we're going to be out there anyway to watch a band. We're going to watch my friend's band play there, and that'll probably be interesting, especially since I'll be dressed up like Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. So I get to put some eyeliner on you. You're acting like that's something we don't do regularly. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm expecting quite a bit of warrants and illegal activities to come along with all the pirates that are here. All I hope for is that that woman comes back. Surely the pirate oh, fest can draw her here. And, the woman from, you know, from the, the campground? Youths, yeah, the youths are going to be here. The juveniles. Juveniles. How do you always call them youths? Because they youths. No, we're Two not youths. from the north. We don't say that. Everyone don't say always youths. thinks that I'm from the Midwest when they talk to me. They're like, you oh, yeah, sound you're like so somebody that comes straight from... Whatever cities in the Midwest. Yeah, you don't. Before we get to the past two weeks of blog, I wanted to talk about one of the things we saw on their Facebook page a few weeks ago. Do you remember the watermelon? Oh, yes. We inadvertently forgot to bring that up. It's a very interesting and compelling story. Oh, yeah. It's breaking news. This was, I believe, from September 2nd, but it's still funny. Still relevant to this day. We are aware of rumors circulating on social media that our officers recovered a watermelon filled with alcohol, fentanyl, or the illicit substance of your choice from the beach this afternoon. These rumors are false. Patently false. While our officers did respond to a report of a watermelon with a suspicious object inside of it, closer inspection revealed the object to be a note. A note? Dun, this dun, sounds dun. mysterious. What did this note Say Well, as you would probably expect, moisture inside of the fruit had rendered the note unreadable. You say I would expect that, but you also fussed at me today when I when you walked up to the kitchen and you looked in the cabinet and you saw there was a big box of popcorn. And the reason you fussed at me over that is why? Well, a couple of nights ago, I had a craving for popcorn, which I was pretty sure we had some of in the pantry. Well, you are eating for two now, right? Oh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> Well, I you wish. and the dog, so I guess it's three. Yeah, it was three. But I asked you to make some popcorn when you came up here. And you came back down and said, we didn't have any popcorn. I was like, are you sure? I was like, there are none even at the bottom of the pantry? Because I'd put some down lower for my mom to be able to reach. You said no, and I'm like, Because the answer no was no. There was, to my credit, not a single bag of popcorn to be seen. They're still in the box. I said there wasn't a single bag of popcorn to be seen. So I just assumed that you looked after I explained about the coffee thing the other day. How long have we been married? Oh, too long. That's what I think. <laughs> so today I was upstairs and looked in the pantry and I wasn't looking for popcorn. I was just looking. I think I was putting the little chip clips back and I look up and there's an entire box of unopened popcorn bags. Like I said, I was looking for bags, not boxes. It's a big red box with popcorn pictures on it. Do you think Orville 
was going to speak to me and yes. tell me to look in the box. Just well, like you didn't. told me the other day that we were out of coffee beans and I came upstairs. All you have to do is lean over and you see two giant unopened bags of coffee. Well, that's not entirely true. You have to lean over, but you also have to slightly push something A to the left. A clear container? Yeah, to the left. An empty container of where the coffee beans but are. But you stored. had to push it to the left. <laughs> and I had already told you beforehand that I had stocked up on coffee. And I was like, how could we possibly have gone through three bags you of coffee? You snorted it all. <laughs> anyway, this watermelon situation, there was nothing to be seen here, folks. I don't know. This picture looks pretty compelling evidence. To I know. Right it's like, here. why would like, there be? Look, he's got gloves on, sunglasses, and all that good stuff. <laughs> Rumors that a drug-filled watermelon were found on the beach are false. So who would think it's a good idea to put a newt inside of a watermelon to begin with? Probably any number of the people we meet on a regular occasion when we're out of bars. Like the guy with the snake around his neck. And the cockroach I that know. he tried to put in your hand. Oh, I would have died. You were going to take it. I was just going to eat it right oh, gosh. Just because I would just see what, you know, his reaction would be. It'd be like, you wouldn't expect that. Expect me to give her a haw and just keep drinking. Yeah, that probably would have been. on how much I had to drink, it probably would have been <laughs> weird. So let's get into it. On Tuesday, September 19th, officers responded to a residence on 2nd Avenue in reference to a report of people sleeping in the backyard without permission several nights in a row. So if someone's sleeping in your backyard... How's it happened more than one night? Well, I have it at my dad's house. Guy lived across the street. Yeah, but he knew him at least. He he just threw a tent in his backyard and lived there for a week. At least he knew who it was. I didn't mean he wanted him there. (laughs) (laughs) During the course of the investigation, officers found a homeless man in the backyard who admitted that he wasn't supposed to be there. He was then issued a criminal trespass warning and was told not to return, but he was allowed to leave the scene. How do you think that was going to go? Oh, he's coming back. You think he's coming back? Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Later that day, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. While speaking with the 20-year-old driver, the officer noticed that his eyes were bloodshot and watery. That's a combination that just seems to happen more often than it don't here. The officer also smelled the odor of marijuana emitting from within the vehicle. When confronted about the smell... The driver handed over a bag of weed. I mean, this is where it's coming from. It's this humongous bag of weed. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the driver had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol and or drugs. You mean the huge bag of weed didn't give it away? That wasn't enough enough? proof. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane, open container, and DUI less safe. While speaking with the officers, the 15-year-old passenger admitted to smoking marijuana with the driver that day. As a result, the driver received an additional charge of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Wow. Juvenile. They're stupid. I know. Just stupid. A 15-year-old? Come on now. Wednesday, September 20th, officers responded to the scene of a house fire at the request of the Tybee Allen Fire Department. Officers then stood by while a fire investigator process the scene. So reading this, it almost sounds like they called him there and are like, yeah, burn down. Let's process it. <laughs> I know. It's like, okay, I wonder where this house was though and how se- serious it was. What are you trying to do? I'm out here on the beat looking at watermelons. It ain't like I got time to we come real up crime. a house fire We out. got real crime to solve here. We play on a real diamond porter. <laughs> on Thursday, September 21st, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. 
While talking with the driver, the officer noticed that his eyes were bloodshot and that there was an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from his breath as he spoke. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. So he must have left all his natty light cans. <laughs> natty lights, as far <laughs> as the eye could see. He was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane and DUI less safe. Just after 3 a.m., officers responded to a residence on 2nd Avenue in reference to a suspicious person loitering on the back patio. You gotta hate it when they're loitering. That's Always. one thing you don't do. If you're hanging around, that's one thing. But if you're loitering, that's, they got signs about that. I don't that. like that word. Do you? I want to say it as much as possible for the rest me. of this episode. Okay. During the course of the investigation, officers found another homeless man who claimed that he was just sleeping. While speaking with officers, the caller provided video footage, which showed the man had been on the property without permission several times before. The man was then placed under arrest and charged with loitering and prowling. That sounds more serious. I know, prowling. prowling. What's a prowling I don't charge? Know. Maybe he was Very. trying to find a good spot in the trash can to get into or something. Prowling a nice like dumpster. a raccoon. Like that dumpster. On, on the, the north, north end, end though, yeah. I don't think second goes all the way up there. No. Maybe he should have resituate. Yeah, he's probably relocating. Yeah. Later that day, one of our officers witnessed a vehicle drifting and laying drag on Butler Avenue. That's a term I haven't seen since uh, back at that festival we had. Yeah. As the officer attempted to stop the vehicle, it drifted over the double yellow lines before making an abrupt turn into the parking lot of a local motel. Can't catch me there. This would have been so epic to see. Once there, the vehicle accelerated, laying more drag across the lot before coming to a sudden stop. At that time, the driver opened the car door, blaring deafening music and visibly sobbing as he attempted to get out. The officer then helped the man out of the car and noted a strong smell of alcohol emitting from within. I think that goes without saying, honestly. Yeah, how did we not see that coming? The man was then placed under arrest and charged with laying drag, reckless driving, and DUI less safe. That charge sounds like something that means something completely different from what <laughs> yeah. it actually means, doesn't it? In the modern not? world, yeah. yeah. It's an older term, probably. On Friday, September 22nd, officers responded to a residence on Miller Avenue in reference to a possible burglary. Man, Somebody's we got getting it. burgled again. We got all kinds of stuff going on this week. Burgles. While speaking with our team, the caller stated that they left the house for approximately two hours that afternoon, and when they returned, they noticed damage to a side door as if someone had attempted to break in. Further investigation revealed that nothing was missing from the residence, and it did not appear as if the injury had actually been gained. A report was filed and a case was forwarded to investigations. So they were unsuccessful in their burgle. They tried to burgle, mm -hmm. but they only got to the burg, I guess. Mm -hmm. The lull didn't happen. They gave up too easily. They need to work on their loitering and prowling skills. Maybe they lay some drag. Lay some drag. <laughs> and then they might be able to tie it all together and get in that house. On Saturday, September 23rd, officers responded to a residence on 2nd Avenue in reference to someone trespassing on the property. During the course of the investigation, officers learned that the suspect was a homeless man that had previously been banned for sleeping there without permission. He's back. He didn't go nowhere. He just walked across the street, apparently. <laughs> he was then placed under arrest and charged with criminal trespass and loitering or prowling. 
So are those two terms interchangeable? I guess, so. I guess they're the same. I think I would want to be called a loiter because prowler sounds kind of yeah, kind of a little bit like maybe there's some more connotations to it. Yeah. And you might not want to be associated with it. Yeah, loitering, anybody can do that. That's like something Prowling you can do in front of a creepy. business. You know, you're just like, yeah. hey, you're not supposed to sit on our bench out here when you're not buying food. You're yeah. loitering. But if somebody comes up and he's like, you're prowling around our business. Well, then I'm like, maybe the authority should be involved. <laughs> yeah, I should go to jail. I should be in jail. Throw away the key. Yeah, bury me under it. Later that day, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having heavily tinted windows. While speaking with the driver, the officer asked him to roll his window up several inches so that the tent could be checked with a meter in an effort to determine if it fell within the legal range. The driver repeatedly refused this request, telling the officer that he, quote, Better not touch his window. Oh, no. Big words for a big man. (laughs) As the officer attempted to reason with the driver, the man began to yell over him. The driver was subsequently arrested for a window tent violation and obstruction. He must have known it was too too dark. That evening, one of our officers attempted to stop a vehicle for not having a tag light. After pulling into the parking lot of a local gas station, the driver got out of the vehicle and began to walk away. At that time, the officer informed the driver that she had been pulled over and asked her to get back into her vehicle. In response, the driver stopped walking, but refused to follow repeated instructions to get back into the car. I wonder if there's maybe some chemical thing happening in her brain that might cause her to do such a thing, you think? At one point, the officer approached the woman and asked for her license. As he did so, she began to walk backwards away from him, asking, quote, why are you walking towards me? End quote. The officer then took hold of the woman's arm and attempted to place her under arrest. At that time, the woman began to actively struggle against the officer, forcing him to pin her against the hood of the car in an effort to gain control of her. As she continued to resist, the officer moved her to the ground where he was able to successfully secure her arms behind her back with handcuffs. Emergency medical personnel responded to the scene and assessed the woman for injuries. After being cleared by first responders, she was booked into custody for a tag light violation and obstruction. So she wasn't even drinking. Why did she not just follow the request of the police officer? I yeah. guess maybe she doesn't believe in police officers. We actually saw this happening. Remember, we saw the car getting towed after the fact. Oh, that, that was what we saw. Saturday night or whatever. Oh, or yeah, Sun- was yeah. it Saturday? Yeah, we. I didn't really see it. That yeah, it was well. Saturday it was night. to the right when we were driving by. We just yeah. noticed several cops in the gas station. And the tow truck showed up. Yeah. On Monday, September 25th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having an expired license plate. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer learned that while the driver didn't actually have a license, what she did have was a warrant for her arrest. (laughs) I carry those with me everywhere I go. I got them in my purse if you want to see them. I, I keep them in like, you know how people have those Miles little folder. folders with they keep their coupons in? Mm-hmm. Like, little, like, that's what I was imagining. Like I got, you know, it's separated by month, by January county. through December. <laughs> jurisdiction. And, you know, I need jurisdictions too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I need one of those 18-month planners to hold all of my warrants. The woman was then taken into custody and charged with expired registration and no driver's license before being transported to the Chatham County Detention Center to answer for her non-local warrant. Wonder what that was for. I don't know. Probably loitering. What do you think? Prowling. Prowling. They're interchangeable. On Tuesday, September 26, one of our officers responded to the area of 12th Street and Butler Avenue in reference to a traffic accident. After arriving on scene, the officer learned that a vehicle had attempted to make a right turn when it struck a sign and became stuck on top 
of a nearby fire hydrant. That's a new one. I haven't oh. heard that one before. While talking with the driver, the officer noticed that his eyes were watery and that he slurred his words as he spoke. I have heard that one a lot I have before. heard that. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating a motor vehicle while under the influence. He was then placed under arrest and charged with improper right turn. Mm. <laughs> I love that. No license on person. Duty while striking a fixed object. And DUI, less safe. Because we always got to slide that one in there. Like, it's almost how, always applicable. Like, if you're just making a right turn means you need to have slowed down. Like, you have to slow down. Like all those people did in the mountains when we were trying to go to our daughter's wedding and come to complete stop to make a yeah, right so turn. Yeah, so you need to be going pretty slow. So how do you have the momentum to get up on top of a fire hydrant? Because you didn't stop. And you, you didn't, didn't slow, slow down. down. I think is probably the logical oh answer gosh. to that question. On Wednesday, September 27th, officers responded to an address on Miller Avenue in reference to a damaged property. While speaking with our team, the caller stated that he had been in the back of his house when he heard a loud bang coming from the front door. Upon inspection, he noticed that glass panels inside of the door were cracked. The caller further stated that he and his wife had been victims of multiple ding-dong-ditch-style pranks over the last year, and he believed the damage may have been caused by the same culprits. That's a whole thing going on. I know. It's not really. And when I heard about it originally, I thought it was just some juveniles doing it. But it sounds like it's a concentrated campaign of harassment against people Mm -hmm. on the island. And thankfully, it's not us. Mm -hmm. While conducting a closed business check, an officer discovered a homeless woman camping on the property. While speaking with her, the officer recognized the woman as someone who had previously been warned several times about camping on public and private property across the island. Officers then contacted a key holder who confirmed the woman did not have permission to be there. She was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with loitering and prowling. That's going around this week. I wonder if that might be that woman that we saw before. I think it is. It probably is. Yeah, yeah, there's a house being renovated across the street from us, and we noticed a woman like camping out underneath Sort of squatting there, I think, isn't that what they call that? Mm -hmm. Just sort of living there. And then I saw the police come by one day and ask her to leave, and I haven't seen her since. So I guess we know where she went. Some business. (laughs) Later that evening, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having a defective headlight. When speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that his eyes were red and glossy. Why wouldn't they be? What is the difference between glossy and watery, you think? Well, it's like asking it's me shiny. the difference between puce and pink and fuchsia and such. They're all really the same thing. When asked, the man denied drinking, but admitted to having, quote, a little marijuana on him if you want some. No, he mean, didn't say that. Yeah, if you want <laughs> he didn't say you, that. Your grams or whatever we measure this in. Ounces. <laughs> How much is a gram? Is that a lot? I think that's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> After being asked to step out of the vehicle, the man informed the officer... But he also had a handgun in his waistband. Would you like to see it? (laughs) (laughs) As they continued to talk, the man also claimed that there was a small amount of cocaine in the car. Well, now that you bring it up, (laughs) I might have just a few grams of that good old It's just like a clown car. He's just got more and more things coming out. Yeah, I also have a pet. What is the raccoon? (laughs) I got a pet raccoon, and I may accidentally have one of them pipe bombs in the car. Oh, gosh. I just... You just sometimes you have it on your person, you know. A subsequent search revealed that he was telling the truth about all of the above. <laughs> During this course of the investigation, officers found additional evidence to suggest that he had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol and or slash drugs. <laughs> while under the 
influence of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a gun. He was then placed under arrest and charged with headlight requirements, driving while license suspended, of course, possession of a controlled substance, possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime. And, and say DUI. it together, everybody. DUI less, less safe. safe. On Thursday, September 28th, just before 3 a.m., officers were on a call for service when they heard loud music emitting from a vehicle two blocks away. Put them under the jail. As the vehicle passed their location, the officer also noticed that it was traveling down Butler Avenue with only its running lights activated. Uh-oh. After stopping the car, officers noticed that the driver's eyes were watery, and then he slurred his words as he spoke. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the man had been operating the vehicle all under the influence of alcohol. He was then placed under arrest and charged with loud music from vehicle. Did you know that was a charge? Oh, I'd love I to love see him that charge. get that. Headlight requirements, open container, and DUI. So that's your additional evidence right there. He had the open bottle of Open Hennessy. container, and he had himself some <laughs> of that DUI with him as well, <laughs> He did. It seems. He carried it around. On Friday, September 29th, one of our officers stopped a vehicle for having a defective brake light. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that he appeared extremely nervous and had bits of marijuana all over the front of his clothes. That's what happens sometimes when you're working it's with oregano. it. It just gets everywhere. It's oregano. I was making spaghetti. I was making some really good spaghetti. A subsequent search of the vehicle based on the presence of marijuana also revealed two pills believed to be Adderall. When asked if he had a prescription for the medication, the man replied... He thought about it and he said, well, no. No. He was then placed under arrest and charged with driving while license suspended. Who could have seen that coming? Well, I sure did. Possession of a controlled substance and drugs not in the original container. That's something we don't hear as often, drugs not in the original container. I mean, not that we don't hear it, but it doesn't come up as often as them DUIs when they're less safe. Yeah, they're mixing it up. We've got a few new things in here today. Sounds like it. Ordering, prowling. DUIs in less safe positions. And we do know that one. On Saturday, September 30th, one of our officers conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle for failing to maintain its lane. After coming to a stop in a shopping center parking lot, the driver opened the door of the vehicle and informed the officer that she, quote, <laughs> needed to go into the liquor store, end quote. Yeah. I mean, is that Tybee or what? I mean, I'm just being honest with you. During the course of their conversation, the officer noticed that the woman's eyes were bloodshot and watery. He also noticed an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. What do you think she's at the liquor store for? She, she ran was, out. She drank it all. Mm -hmm. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. She was then placed under arrest and charged with failure to maintain lane and DUI less safe. Well, this woman, I hate to say it, but she deserved it. I mean, it doesn't get any more obvious than that. Yeah. I'm getting out of the car to go into the liquor store while being drunk. Hey, it happens. <laughs> Apparently. Does it? Apparently Does it happened. It? It's never happened to me. <laughs> Apparently happened to her. Was um, this you? No. <laughs> Did I call you to bail me out? I wouldn't have come. <laughs> yes, you would have. <laughs> Somebody would have. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> On Sunday, October 1st, while on foot patrol, one of our officers spotted a vehicle traveling the wrong direction on Tabarisa Street. I know you already hate Bane these people. Existence. You already hate these people. After stopping the car, the officer immediately smelled an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within. He also noticed that the driver was very emotional and slurred her words as she spoke. Was this you? It was not. You know I would never drive the wrong way, even if I was drunk. 
which well, I would not be driving. Well, but. technically, maybe you could go in reverse, and you're not going the wrong way. You're facing the right direction. This is true. During the course of the subsequent investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. She was then placed under arrest and charged with wrong way on a one-way, driving while license suspended, open container, and DUI less safe. Who knew? Literally every single person that has ever listened to this show or read the blogger or or have lived on this island. Like if you had a suspended license, it seems like you would not drink and drive because you're going to get caught and then you're going to get more charges. Well, you're not going to have that paperwork with you. At least have the paperwork that indicates your outstanding warrants. I always keep that with me. Because, yeah, I mean, like, didn't you do something over there in Oglethorpe County? Oglethorpe County? I ain't never been to Oglethorpe County. That's what you tell me. <laughs> you also say your name's Crystal. I've never seen any documentation proving that. Well, I could have put it right in front of your face in red lettering and you wouldn't have noticed it. This is true. Right? Unless you told me to look specifically for something in red lettering right in front of my face. All right, now let's go see some pirates. Okay, I have to take a shower. Well, I guess I don't have to take a shower. No, you smell, smell just like, like a pirate. Them. Yeah. Here we go. I smell like pirates. <laughs> 